Welcome to a very festive edition of Emphasis on Air. Uh, so on this uh, episode, uh, we're going to be having a chat about what support's available to you over Christmas uh, through online support groups and also what we're looking forward to and doing over Christmas and going into 2022, what our members are looking forward to. Uh, so, guys, Christmas. Nearly Christmas. Yeah, I know. So what 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 is it that so what is it we're looking forward to? What have you guys got planned, Mary? So this is probably a bit embarrassing, but um, I'm cooking my first ever Christmas dinner at the age of thirty-seven. Oh, that's pressure. Oh, that's it's pressure. a bit embarrassing, isn't it? So um, I can't cook, um, and I don't like cooking, but I will try. Um, <laughs> the smoke alarm may be going off in my house. Um, no, I've got so I've got family coming, including my little nephew who's six. So oh. hopefully there'll be a bit bit of Christmas magic going on as well as some stressful cooking times. Oh, beautiful jingle bells! You play, you got all tunes ready. You've got your playlist sorted for. Uh, as we're chatting now, no, but by the time this comes out, hopefully. Just put Michael well Bublé on repeat. Michael Bublé. Yeah, you can't can't beat a bit of Michael. You can't. It's what he's here for. Christmas. John, what are you doing? We got planned. Well, um, family Christmas. So both my kids uh, have flown the nest out, so it could be nice for them to be back for a few days. That's what I'm looking forward to now, is um, having them back and uh, spending some time hanging out with them, getting them to help with peeling the potatoes and carrots. Um, child labour. <laughs> Can it be classed as child labour now when they're uh, that age? I think they sort of... Uh, we're getting around to a bit of payback time, really. Ah, I see. Yeah, that's you know, fair. 20 years of... Um, of peeling spuds. Draining, you know, bleeding me dry. Mm, that's Save fair. It Save it up. Um, it's true, though. Yeah, so... <laughs> so, yeah, so having them around, hanging out. Um, so, yeah, different. No sort of young kids, so not got that sort of magic of Christmas, but just nice, nice family time. Which is what it's all about, really, isn't it? Yeah, getting out for some walks and um, just uh, chilling out a bit. What about oh. you, Sean? Well, I'm actually really looking for, and I mean, I, look, I love Christmas anyway. I love Christmas. But this year, I'm really looking forward to Christmas. Um, so my uh, my daughter's coming up for two. She'll be two in January. So this is kind of the first Christmas where she'll oh, really yeah. understand what's going brilliant. off. Yeah, like, brilliant. She had no interest in it last year at all. She was more interested in just seeing what, although she did get a tub of Milky Bar buttons, which was the present. If only she'd be happy with that for Christmas for the rest of her life, eh? <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, you know, I tell you that, yeah, as... Uh, I remember never underestimate the value of some wrapping paper and an empty cardboard box. Honestly, that was genuinely the cardboard box. She got something quite like in the cardboard box that it came in. Brilliant. You know, them look like foamy things that go inside that box. Oh, my days. That was that was better than anything else. But this year, so she's got a, a really good understanding of what's going off this year. So she walked into uh, my mum and Nanan's house. Uh, the other day, which is the first Christmas tree she's seen, and she was just in awe. She was like, "What's this?" She was like, "This is amazing." Um, so I'm really looking forward to that, and uh, we're also preparing for a second child. It's that it was that nice. We've done it twice. Uh, oh, no, oh, just pity me, people. Um, so you're going to be trying to have a bit of a rest this Christmas, too? Just well, that was the the idea, um, but um, the, uh, the the second one will be. 
be with us uh, April time. So I'm taking the opportunity whilst it's quite quiet to uh, to build a nursery. So Aww. so whilst I've got the little one downstairs loving life, enjoying things, I'm going to be working off all my Christmas puddings upstairs building flat pack furniture from a Swedish shop called IKEA. Sounds like a dream Christmas to me, Sean. I can't wait. And there's Baileys. There's always Baileys. It's the month I allow myself. I, yes, I am an old deer and drink Baileys. Yes, I am. If you want to get to know the PHA a bit better, follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. So like many organisations here at the PHA UK, we are going to be taking a bit of a break for Christmas. Um, the office will be closed from the 23rd of December uh, and reopening again on Tuesday, the 4th of January. Uh, so what we'd encourage you to do if you need to chat to somebody during that time is to make use of the various private Facebook groups that we've got now as an organisation. Some of you listening may already be members and um, there might be a couple that you're not actually aware of. So we thought it'd be useful today, Christmas Eve, just to take a bit of time to to let you know about these groups and the support that's there for you. So if, if you don't mind, guys, I'll take the main one. If that's all right. Go for it. Uh, so that um, that was set up now nearly 10 years ago, actually. Um, and it's got uh, 2000 members in there, 2000 yeah, group members, I suppose that's the right phrase, isn't it? Um, and that was primarily set up for anybody to receive support, peer support. Um, and a lot of people in there are sharing their experiences. You know, you've got newly diagnosed people who are going in wanting to get what what is a real life experience of living with pH. And there's a lot of people seeking comfort in there because they're speaking to people who've been living with this condition for 10, 15, sometimes 20 years. And they're the experts by experience, aren't they? Absolutely. Share, you know, being able to say that look, these are the adaptations that we've made to our lives. These are the kind of things that you guys can try to make your lives a little easier. And it's just things that you can't get anywhere else. And because the nature of the condition is so, you know, you, you can be based up in Darlington and talking to somebody from Bath and you may not really know anybody in your local area that you can talk to. So being able to go in there and and have a conversation with like-minded people who are, are suffering the same, the very same thing. At uh, all times of day and night as well. Well, that was just because, I mean, that's the other, th- I, there is a, um, it does not matter whether or not it's 1, 2, 3 a.m. There is always somebody in there willing to have a chat, a conversation. Um, so absolutely, if, um, if, if, you're at, if you're sat there and you're thinking, well, I need to speak to somebody, I need to, I need to just share this just to see if, um, if it's, how you know how other people have experienced it then all you do is within facebook itself is tap on the search bar and type in official i know it's a mouthful but official pulmonary hypertension association uk facebook group and there's only one understandably um and just click to join and one of the moderators either myself or one of the others I'll accept you once you've answered the questions because that's the other thing worth noting is it's a private group. So the things that you share in there cannot be seen by family or friends. Um, there, there are only a couple of questions, but it's just to make sure that you're a genuine person, genuinely wanting support. Um, so you can feel free to be open and honest. And, and sometimes that can be cathartic, just being able to really just offload 
Um, and even though the office is closed over Christmas, there will be moderators who can still um, view your responses to those questions and grant you access to the group. So don't worry, you won't be waiting until the office reopens in January. Absolutely not. No, no, no. Actually, I'll pick up on the second one, shall I? Yeah. Um, so the second uh, group is uh, the carers group uh, of PA and uh, PH parents group. Uh, so this was a spin-off from the main group that you just talked about, Sean, wasn't it? Uh, and... Uh, you're saying that the main group's been going for about a decade. Yeah. Well, this is a newbie that's been set up in 2021. Um, and it came about from um, us noticing that there were people joining the main group who fitted into that, char- that, that category of being carers or parents. Uh, but then we're finding that maybe they had more specific topics um, and themes that they wanted to talk about or discuss, and they weren't necessarily finding that content in the main group. Uh, so uh, as part of the PHA's more general drive towards putting more focus and resource and attention uh, into the this group of, uh, of carers and parents thought it really uh, really um, well received to set up its own group so this is um for family members loved ones or anybody provides care uh, and support uh, for somebody with ph uh, you don't have to class yourself as an unpaid carer it's for anybody who fits in that group um and uh, I'm glad to say that it's been a real success this year, isn't it? Yeah, yeah definitely. And like, like John said, it's for parents to that group. But it's also worth mentioning that there is also a separate group um, around on Facebook for parents, which isn't run by ourselves. It was set up by a parent, but probably just worth mentioning that, isn't it, Sean? Yeah, absolutely. Because again, you know, I've spoken to a, couple, uh, a number of parents who they've really found some comfort in being in there because um, you're directly talking to people who are... The, the little ones are, and it's, being a parent of a of a child with a condition is a very different breed. Um, yeah, so. and I think because it, you know rare rare condition in itself, and then being a parent of a child that's got it uh, even smaller numbers, so it's really really specific lived experience. Yeah, the advice. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I know it within that group as well, and there's the there are a, a number of. Um, of sort of healthcare professionals in the PH parent group, as you mentioned, that's not a PHA ran group, um, but there are. So again, parents use that in, as a as a platform to ask a broad breadth of questions and um, see what experiences come back. And sometimes you, you can get some um, real life experiences, but also some clinical experiences as well. Very valuable. Absolutely. Um, the third group we just wanted to let you know about today um, is for people who have lost somebody because of PH. Um, this group is called Fighting On, Life After Loss to PH. And it was actually set up by um, a PHA UK member, a family who had very sadly lost their son at the age of just 21. And they wanted to set up a safe space that would help other people maybe experiencing some of the challenges that they have. So... It's a place for families and friends to support each other, share experiences, feelings and memories, and really just to connect with others that have experienced this loss due to PH. So at the PHA UK, we helped support the facilitation of this group. So we helped them set it up um, and we helped them promote it. So that's a really valuable resource, especially at this time of year. You know, as we know, if if you have lost somebody close to you, it can be it can be a challenging time of year for many reasons. So hopefully this is a place you might be able to find some comfort. Um, and to find that group, um, you just, on the Facebook search bar, you type in Fighting On. That's with a PH. 
So P-H-I-G-H-T-I-N-G, <laughs> fighting on life after loss to PH. Um, and you should be able to find that. And again, um, it's got privacy settings to keep everything private. So you'll need to answer a couple of questions, as with all the groups we've just talked about, just to ensure that it's the right people that are in that group. Uh, so, I mean, if you are finding that that's all the search bar stuff confusing or how do I make sure I'm clicking on the right group? How do I, uh, you know, look just a little bit wary of it? You can go on to our website, phauk.org, and you'll find under there a, um, a section called support. And all the links to all the groups are on there. Uh, so you can have a look, you can click on them, and then that'll take you directly to where you need to go. We also wanted to let you know today um, about a helpline that exists separately from us that we've been talking about for a few years now. Every winter issue of Emphasis, we give this one a mention. This might be helpful for yourself or someone that you know. It's called the Silver Line, and it's a helpline for older people. Um, it does operate um, 365 days a year, but we do know that Christmas can be a difficult time for you if you're lonely or isolated. So we just wanted to flag this up. So the number, it's a free phone number for the Silver Line. It's 0800 470 So hopefully that might help somebody. And lines are open 24 hours a day as well. So again, it doesn't matter what time of the day or night. If you need to talk to somebody, there's somebody there. It's free to join the PHA UK and we now have over four and a half thousand members. Sign up on our website at www.phauk.org or give us a ring on 01709 761 450. So after Christmas, the next thing we've got to look forward to is the start of a fresh brand new year. Um, and after even more months of COVID-19 turmoil for many of us this year, uh, a new year represents a fresh start for us all, doesn't it? So yeah. we thought it'd be nice to let you know what we're looking forward to uh, about 2022 and also share some of the things that you, our members, have told us you're looking forward to. So, Sean, do you want to kick things off? Yeah, so I'm excited to um, to welcome my uh, my baby number two yeah, into yeah. the nursery I will have done over Christmas. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm nervous. But I'm really looking forward to it. Ab, what about you, John? Uh, well, I'm looking forward to another a new addition to my family as well. But four legs. I'm looking forward to getting a dog. <laughs> so that, and uh, I'm going to try and do more exercise, which I say every year. I'm going to try and do more. This year more. will be the year. Yeah, and uh, spend more time with my grown-up kids, who uh, I said earlier have sort of uh, left home. So try and get to see them more. Brilliant. Mary, what, what are you doing? Well, I can't wait to wish winter away personally. So I'll be looking forward to the better weather of the spring and summer to enjoy my horse and my dogs. And I'd really love to get abroad in 2022, even if it's just for a quick weekend away somewhere. Uh, so we asked, uh, we asked you guys as well what you guys were looking forward to uh, in 2022. Uh, so Melanie Hatton says that they are hoping to be able to go for a lot more family trips together and make many precious memories. They'd love to take Daisy, their little fighter, to Peppa Pig World on a proper family holiday. Peppa uh, Pig World, proper... That's the little uh, peas. All then, the peas. You did good there. I've done well at that. Right, so I've got the next one. I've got Fiona Valentine, uh, and this is a really specific one, and we're keeping our fingers crossed for this one, Fiona. Uh, she says that hopefully 2022 will bring me a lung transplant. And something very different from Gail Lanigan. She says, we hope to have our kitchen extension done next year. 
And what we so look forward to is spending more quality time with our loved ones, even if it's outside. And I've got Gainer Oates and they're looking forward to getting married. Uh, so they've had to postpone it last year due to the restrictions. Um, but very hopeful that a six-year-old fighter will get a chance to be a bridesmaid after all. Uh, and then next I've got uh, uh, Steph Dodge. Hi, Steph. Uh, I'd like to have my belated 50th birthday holiday in Florida. Sounds good. Uh, and finally get to see the Killers and Sam Fender in London. Wow. And I would love to come with you for that, that, that Steph. That is a trip. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Sybil Wood here would, uh, li- is looking forward to going to see all her family in Germany again. She says it's been two years and it'll be the first time she's seen them since her diagnosis. And Mark Kingston, he uh, turns 60 next year, 60 in 2022. Uh, so he's hoping to have a great big family party to celebrate here. Sounds like a good, uh, good reason for a party. Definitely. Uh, and then I've got uh, Joanna Young. Hiya, Joanna. Uh, next year, my son is getting married, so I can't wait for October. But that'll come round pretty quick. And finally, Kevin, Kevin McAllister is hoping to get insured so that he can fly abroad. So lots to look forward to there in 2022. A real mixture, isn't it? Re- interesting, actually. A real mixture of what people are looking forward to. Definitely. So I guess all that's left to say is um, Happy New Year from us all here at the PHA and have a wonderful Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Enjoy, a, lovely, guys. a lovely, peaceful, festive season and uh, all the best for 2022. Health, health and happiness. And stay safe. See you next year. Jingle bells ringing in my ear. Jingle bell, a sound that's oh so dear. Frosty the snowman is all around town. Watch out for rain, these are falling down. We stay up waiting for Santa tonight. Climb down the chimney at the 